Hey, how you doing? It's Ian Whitworth from the Undestructible website and book and this week's story. I have some news. Each week, I write of different things that might help you get ahead in business. There's lots of those. This week, let's deal with the best thing for that. A smart life partner who gets it and gets you. Guys like to write of their epic achievements with the clear implication that with enough grind and discipline, you too could do it. Almost always, there's no acknowledgement of the help structure they've had around them their entire lives. The upbringing that gave them the education, support and stable home life that opened doors and got them started. Yes, they worked hard. They also got a business class check-in into the working world, while others had to queue for the Greyhound bus. Then there's the invisible support of their life partners that allowed them all those years of self-focus, business trips, and late-night work. Kids that apparently raised themselves, and so on. The role of life partners in business is a tricky subject to write about. It's coloured with your own values that others might not share. But realistically, it's a big factor, so let's dive in. There's a partner attitude to your work spectrum that runs from outright resentment to acceptance, to support, unquestioning support, then to essential partner in all you do. It's awesome when your partner is into it for you rather than whatever prestige lifestyle bullshit comes with you. Support is wonderful. Unquestioning support isn't. You aren't right all the time, and someone who'll call you on it is so valuable. Without that, you slowly become one of those insufferable narcissists we've all worked with at some point. If you find someone who gets it, who you regard as an equal, whose thoughts you really want to hear, then consider yourself blessed and try not to fuck it up. Note that equal bit. Being good at something needs a certain amount of egotism, and that's not entirely a bad thing. Some of us are just better at hiding it than other absolute wankers you've met. You get obsessively focused on the shiny goal and start believing your role in it is all that matters. The risk is thinking your priorities are more important than your partner's. That's not how it works. You might be the one that gets 100k clicks, 10x growth, or a story about what you ate for lunch in the Financial Review Boss magazine. You might make all the money. None of that is any more important than what's important to your partner. This means lots of listening, even when you're tired and distracted. And other things. You know what to do deep down, and I'm not your relationships advisor. I've made plenty of those mistakes myself. Last week, I had dinner with a friend and his new wife-to-be. He's a year into his entrepreneur life, in a, for now, humble gig, after leaving a high-flying corporate career. Since they got together, he's a different person. She is awesome, smart, likeable, and a high achiever in her own right. Somehow, we got talking sharks. I raised the topic, not her. You wouldn't have guessed from her well-dressed corporate appearance that she started her working career at age 16 on trawler boats in some of Australia's gnarliest, sharkiest waters, working alongside some of the scurviest sea dogs you could meet. Seeing shit out there, that would turn your sailor beard white, if you had one. She can dismember any sea creature into edible portions in minutes, on a heaving deck, at night. I really rate people who've done interesting things like that before they enter the white-collar world. 
They bring a wider, more balanced set of values and a much deeper understanding of people. Apart from the general lovey good vibes, there was a joy to see their mutual respect. They spoke of how good it was to come home and discuss their daily challenges, their long-term plans and dreams with someone else whose opinion they value. It's a major win to find someone who understands and accepts the sacrifice that must be made and knows it's not just about suffering to get to some far-off material success point. Happiness comes from encouraging your person to do the things that light up their brain. Long-term, it'll bring amazing results. That might include material success, yeah, or it might not. And either is cool. When you're in it together and can talk about it openly, that's enough. I was fortunate enough to meet such a woman, Michelle. I'd like to think I'm a reasonably decent person, but I also have annoying defects, selective cowardice, and mad obsessions others may not see the point of. Michelle knows the futility of trying to make people change, but rather accept the whole diverse portfolio of characteristics as a package. She makes me feel understood, which is a really nice place to be. Michelle's attitude to my work stuff is, Go for it. I see how happy and fulfilled you are doing your thing. The plotting and scheming with your business partners, the creative side projects, the insane tangents, down paths that may achieve nothing. That is the best version of you. I love to see you like that. Her thoughts on what to do with other people are sound, even though she's usually only hearing my curated side of the story. She is in no way materialistic or impressed by status. I'm not feeling the pressure of living up to her success expectations because there are none. Perversely, that approach makes it easier to achieve material or other success because it all just comes as a side benefit of feeling relaxed about risks. People just like her. She has finely tuned antennae for people in the room who are alone or need moral support. She looks out for them, listens to them with a completely open mind, and learns all sorts of things about them by being genuinely interested. I've business partners who go to her for thoughts on some topics rather than me. I love that. Interestingly, she really liked my voice when we first met, but can't listen to the audiobook or this very recorded version of the blog. She says, it sounds like some weird, annoying, artificial version of me. Maybe it is. No, it's me. Obviously, we're not only together for supportive chats about business life. We've been together a long time. Still, whenever she walks into the room, even if it's just to boil a kettle, things kind of go into soft focus, clocks stop ticking, and I'm filled with warm, lovey thoughts that she is, unquestionably, the only woman on earth that I could ever feel this way about, and always will. It gives everything much more of a reason. Michelle makes me want to be a better version of myself. Which brings us to this week's news, and I thank you for listening this far. When I mentioned in December that I was taking a couple of weeks off to attend to some things, we got married. I really do recommend it if you're fortunate enough to meet someone like that. Life is good. Hey, this week's blog brought to you as it is every week by my book, Undisruptable, Timeless Business Truths for Thriving in a World of Nonstop Change, out on Penguin Random House. It's not like the other business books. It's, well, more like what you just heard, but more business, less romance. So get into it in all the usual forms of book, paper, electric, 
audiobook read by me. And if you're new here, I do a story like this every Tuesday. So uh, hit follow on your audio platform and there'll be more for you next week. See you then. Bye.